Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. How to be original. Over the years, I've often heard the phrase, there's nothing original out there. And I've had my own add-on to that phrase and other bullshit. The only people who repeat this mantra are those who don't ever make and don't know how to make anything original. The rest of us are out there making original work. Yes, ideas can get repackaged, but I disagree with the notion that it's all been done before. Like I said, this is the typical refrain from someone who has no idea what it means to be innately creative. And the thing about, and probably the biggest thing about being original is that it requires courage. If you have an original idea, you are the first to put it out there. You are a trailblazer. You aren't waiting for somebody else to say it. And then that makes it okay for you to now say it because it's already been accepted and approved. Nope. (laughs) You give yourself your own stamp of approval. You are so in tune with and honor your own process and truth that the ideas just tumble out of you. You earn the status of being a trailblazer through your courage. These days, there are a dime a dozen wellness coaches and wannabe wellness coaches and even sex coaches. So what makes them different? How do they distinguish themselves from the rest? Well, mostly they don't. They blend into a pre-approved mold of live your dreams, quotes, and tepid self-help advice. Are these the change makers? No, they are boring as fuck. The one who follows the crowd will usually go no further than the crowd. Those who walk alone are likely to find themselves in places no one has ever been before. This is from Einstein. The people who really create change in the world are those who dare. They have a message that is unique and they have the balls and the ovaries to share it. And I often tell people that if I had gone the traditional route of sex therapy school, that I would be broke and unsuccessful because truth, healing, and revolutionary answers are not found there. I found those things in my vagina. Through decades of my own explorations and studies and the requisite 10,000 plus hours, I have single-handedly created the genre of holistic sex and relationship coaching. I have educated women the world over on the magical powers of their vaginas, orgasming and ejaculating across the room, and for men on what it means to be a super cock, leaving behind Viagra well into your 70s. 
I have brought the jade yoni egg out to thousands, hundreds of thousands of vaginas on the planet, showing them that the power and pleasure is within. So let's talk about the traits of original people. The first I would say is being self-aware. They can hear their truth and they can tune out the voices of others, including their disapproval. The foundation of all of my passions over the past 30 years has been how do I change? How do I grow? And how do I become more of myself? So this level of self-knowledge, self-love, and self-possession grants you the ability to express the deepest truth of who you are. And in doing that, whittling away anything that's been built up on top of you over the years and your individual expression is totally unique. So when you are truly yourself and you express that in your creative work, the end result is innovative and bold and new. And it has to be that way because you are one of a kind. And if you truly own yourself and you put that out into the world, you are original. It's really in a way that easy. Removing all of the conditioning and judgment and need for approval is a lot harder. But if you can simply be yourself, you're already there. So the second thing I would say is that these people have put in the time and the work to attain mastery. So mastery isn't just the memorization of information, it's giving yourself wholly to a practice or discipline. And it's through this devoted study that it opens itself to you like well, like a wet and receptive yoni, and it imparts to you the secrets of the universe, just like a wet and receptive yoni. But the price of admission is your commitment, and then you create this channel of divine flow in your life. By putting in the effort to show up, to learn, to be of service, the universe rewards you with its wisdom and secrets downloaded into you. I've spoken before about Ian Schreiger as one of my all-time innovation heroes. He opened the legendary Studio 54 nightclub and in a later incarnation gave birth to the whole concept of the boutique hotel. He wanted to create these unique spaces that were like mini self-contained universes where they had the best restaurants and the coolest clubs right there at your own hotel. And that's Studio 54 was arguably one of the coolest clubs that ever existed in the world. There's this famous story of Bianca Jagger coming into the club for her birthday party on a white horse. So that tells you the kind of stuff that went on there. So he has done the boutique hotel so well that he has been imitated all over the world and started an entirely new concept in hotels. And what he has said is that he wants people to walk into his hotels and feel like it's nothing they have ever seen before. That the mix of design elements is so new and fresh that they are blown away. And the way he describes his creative process is this. I am all about innovation. I want to walk right up to the edge and see how far we can go without going over it. And he says, I always do exactly what I love and I'm always surprised when other people love it too. Oh, there it is, guided by your own truth, and this is what lights the way. So the third factor I would say is, and I've already touched on this, courage. <laughs> like I said, to be the first of your kind with an original idea takes courage. You are stepping out, you're making some kind of new and bold assertion that people may or may not resonate with. Although what I have found to be true is that people pick up 
on the authenticity behind what I'm doing and saying, and they resonate with that. I was amazed when my first vaginal weightlifting campaigns came out in 2014 and 2015 at how well received they were all over the world, approved by doctors and health professionals and all kinds of major media outlets. And you know, honestly, it wasn't until a certain wellness website and brand started talking about these things in a slightly, let's just say naive way a few years ago that the movement got kind of painted as a bit charlatan-like and then this underlying truth was taken out of it. But whatever, when I was out there talking about it, none of that came back to me. And really, again, it all comes down to courage right? Like this is the underlying principle that allows you to speak your truth, put it out there and not give a shit. We'll come to that in a moment. But another beautiful example of courage about 10 years ago, there was a video floating around the internet of a guy dancing to a Santa gold song at one of the Sasquatch music festival years. And this, I think it was in 2009. And this guy is dancing by himself in a field, totally giving no fucks, arms and legs flailing all over the place. He doesn't care. He's just blissed out and feeling the music. And someone, you know, whoever's filming him, this camera person is filming him probably because they're like, Hey, look at that crazy guy doing something all by himself. Oh my God. What a freak without a bunch of other people sanctioning it. Oh my gosh, how crazy. So the guy is dancing on his own for who knows how long. And then another guy comes up and starts dancing with him. The original guy totally welcomes him and they dance together. And then a third guy comes bounding over. And then within the next minute, they are joined by five, 10, 20, 30 people all screaming and running towards them and dancing and having this amazing time together. So this, I remember at the time people were talking about this video as a great example of leadership. You know, you have this lone star lighting the way for others. And then some sheeple started to chime in, right? And in particular, I remember this big, rather well-known tech guy saying, oh, you know, the important person in that scenario isn't the first guy, it's the second guy because um, you know, if, if he hadn't, uh, followed the first guy, the, the other people wouldn't have followed him. Oh my God. This is the exact same person who's saying there's nothing original out there. Um, yeah, there is, but tech guy, it's just not you. It takes courage and brilliance to be the first, and it propels you into a position of leadership. So people I know who have questioned the dominant narrative in their fields, like me, people like Bruce Lipton, who I spoke with a few weeks back, who through questioning the biological established, pretty almost legal paradigm of the day to dare to say that it was in fact wrong, that DNA was not everything and our biology, our moment to moment environments have a greater impact on us than our genetic code. Dr. Kelly Brogan, who I would say is my counterpart in the psychiatric realm. She calls herself a radically holistic psychiatrist. She put down her prescription pad years ago and she doesn't use any meds anymore to heal people of their maladies. This in a profession where the only medicine is drugs and pretty much for the rest of your life. Nope, she can heal them and help them with all natural means. She has bucked the trends of consensus medicine. So this is a term that she talks about 
where it just means that a bunch of scientists or doctors got together and agreed that something was true and that makes it true. Except it's not always true. It could just be that those doctors are all of the same bias. Maybe they're bought and paid for horrors from the same pharmaceutical company and they come out with this message. And when she actually dug into the research and the literature and the studies, she was like, there's no evidence that these psychiatric dogs, drugs help anybody. And so she helps people through things like diet and lifestyle and does amazingly well. So you know, and then in my realm, women are routinely told that they must have their organs taken out. They must be on drugs and hormones for the rest of their lives. Men are told that their erections, even at the age of 20, that they ought to be on Viagra. This just happens to some people. Nope, bring me their vaginas and bring me their cocks and I shall set them free. So all of us have become leaders in our fields because we have dared to question the dominant story of the day. So your uncovering of original truths and sharing them propels you to this position of being a leader naturally. You are the first of your kind. Which brings us to giving no fucks. <laughs> True leaders love themselves. They love the truth. They have faith in the truth in itself as being having some kind of power imbued within it as though when you're loyal to it, this magical strength is now yours. And people like this, they don't give a shit what you think. They are so self-possessed that your approval means nothing. Only their stamp of self-approval is important to them. All right, so how do we get there? So here are five ways, I would say. The first off is having a practice of courage, something that propels you or evokes that energy in you where you have to leap and take a risk and move forward. And whatever this could be, this might be rock climbing or martial arts or just some part of your life where you are consistently challenging yourself and you work on upping your game. This could be in the work that you do or in your love life or your sex life, whatever it is, you are having a, an ongoing practice of seizing opportunities and jumping into them, even surfing, right? Like being out there and then a wave comes that you're not too sure if you can make it, or it might be a little bit too big, a little bit out of your comfort zone and you go for it and you conquer it. And you've just changed something irrevocably within yourself because you dared. So the second thing I would say is having a devoted study and mastery of something. And I've, in my own experience, found how when I truly threw myself into something, it's like that energy or that that school of knowledge or body of knowledge becomes this channel for all things in the universe. It starts coming through you that somehow by you giving yourself up to be of service, right? To learn about this, to bring healing and enlightenment to the world and yourself that the universe pays you back. And it starts delivering wisdom and insight and revelations to you at an amazing pace because you've shown up and you've done the work. The third quality is having fun. And one of the key barometers for me when I'm thinking about content and creative projects is if it makes me feel high and I belly laugh at the crazy absurdity of it, then I know that I'm on the right track. So an example of this is when I came out with that hashtag things I lived with my vagina Instagram campaign. 
I, what actually happened, we shot another video that we were going to put on YouTube and the video, I wasn't happy with the end quality of it. And I was like, I just don't think we can use this. And part of what we did, we, I did, I went and bought a bunch of garden gnomes because I was like going to do this sort of lifting them with my vagina thing. (laughs) So I had this room full of garden gnomes and somehow it tweaked, you know, there's this meme, this thing out there of people taking garden gnomes from other people's houses and then traveling with them around the world and then shooting photographs and sending them back to the person whose yard they stole it off of. And somehow that just tweaked something about me traveling around the world, lifting different objects indigenous to various regions with my vagina. Hashtag things I lift with my vagina. And it just cracked me up, right? I was like, this is fucking hilarious. So there's a few themes in here, right? Like I showed up, I did the work, we put in hours on this video, right? That I just, to my standards, it just didn't quite cut it to the, for the message I wanted to convey. But through putting in that work, the universe was like, here, I'll toss you this, right? Or however you want to call it, divine spirit. But I believe in that principle. There it is, illustrated of mastery, of showing up, of putting in the effort. And then me having that that channel open up and just cracking myself up. And then, of course, well, not of course necessarily, but this thing goes out into the world and becomes this mega, mega viral campaign all over the planet, right? Of me lifting objects with my vagina accompanied by the hashtag things I lift with my vagina. So the other trait I would say or thing that we need to do is stop hiding behind other people's words and opinions. Do your best to discover your own and express them, right? Like I know that it can be easier to just parrot other people. And so honestly, so many people I see in the wellness realm are simply just slightly different carbon copies of each other rather than having dug deep to find their own original gifts and voice and put that out into the world. I see people mimic and even plagiarize other people's work, including mine, all of the time and taking people's opinions and citing them as them their own. And you aren't fooling anyone or, you know, you might fool some people who are probably in the same position of you as you, where they're not comfortable speaking out. And so there's a vibrational resonance there. But I'd say for a lot of people, even if they don't know exactly where you borrowed it from, whether it's website copy or how you feel about a social issue, they'll feel that you aren't totally authentic and they will back away. So even if to you, it feels clumsy and painful at first to find your own way, it does get easier and you will have the power of the universe and all of its creative energy on your side. And Again, this is that energy of showing up, right? If you show up, the universe rewards that. So there's a number of people who take material of mine, but there's one person in particular who's a very avid fan. Every time I've come out with a course, she comes out with a course exactly like it with a slightly different name, right? Like it's almost people who have gone to the same site and been like, is that person like, does she work for you or has she worked with you? Like, what is the deal? So this person came out with a her own teacher training program a few years ago. And I, I laughed, right? And I said to my, my team, I was like, what is she teaching? Like plagiarism 101? 
And then I put out my mentorship program last year and we had somebody come and apply who had finished the training with this person. It's a year long training. And I was, I was really doubtful about letting them in partly because I thought if you think that person has something to offer, then I don't think we're on the same wavelength. And my team had interviewed her and they, we talked about it and And this is also a lesson about me not fully listening to my gut because my gut had just some kind of marker there, but my, the staff I had at the time were in favor and we just kind of went forward with it. So, so I mean, there's one thing she went and did a supposed training, a full year long teacher training with this other person and then still had to come to me. So going through the course, I guess I still had some of these red flags come up and we had, everybody has assignments to do, writing assignments to do. And she'd submitted hers and they were incredibly well done. They were so well written that I was, to be honest, a little bit surprised. And then one day I just had the intuition to pop her, some of her language into the internet and just see what happened. And immediately these pages came up and where she'd gotten the material for these articles was from this other person who writes about reproductive health And she had taken not just like a paragraph or a couple of paragraphs or phrases, she had cut and pasted the entire, the entire article, like let's say 1500 pages, 1500 words without any changes whatsoever. The only thing that was changed was the byline that had this other person's name. And now she put her name on it. I, I was, I mean, I couldn't believe it, but I could, right? Because this was obviously, I'd been tuning into something really amiss all along, but the hilarious and bizarre thing was like, like I made that comment, you know, a few years back, what is this person teaching plagiarism 101? And here was one of her students, her graduated students, who was an excellent, excellent example of plagiarism 101. So anyway, look, there is an expression in the spiritual realm that wisdom is caught, not taught, meaning you take in and you learn from the heart and the essence of the teacher, right? That is transmitted to you, even like it's the words are just a vehicle, but you're really picking up on and learning through that energy of your teacher. And really that was very clear through that example there. So one of the fastest ways to truly get, and you know, this is where I'm going to your own energy, truth, integrity, power, and natural born leadership is through sexual self-actualization. So, and when we've seen in the recent years where this is where leaders usually often can go wrong, right? Where they're not in alignment with their own sexual energy. And then that, that misalignment explodes all over the place. So As I always say, creative energy is your source, sexual energy, creative energy. This is what creates new life. So when you are in touch with this energy, you are constantly giving birth to original thoughts and ideas because you are now directly in touch with your own DNA and the genetic blueprint of your sexual energy, right? This is your essence of you, your reproduction, your genetic code is all housed within your sexual energy. And once you get in touch with it and you inhabit it, you begin to wear it and then channel it out into the world as this much more vivid, beautiful, amplified expression of the true essence of you. So 
I've also spoken a lot in the recent weeks about how sexual self-knowledge gives you an immunity to all things, from physical immunity to being able to repel negativity. You are fully inhabiting all of your sexual self, and this acts as a good vibe shield because you are so full of and radiating your life force energy that now you magnetize, like attracts like, all of a similar vibration, and you repel what is not. So your creative ideas become even more clear and powerful. This is one of my biggest creative secrets. I don't do coffee, I do orgasms. When I need to dig deep inside, I go deep inside, straight into the Pandora's box of my vagina, and I access my creative powers. And one of the major hallmarks I see when people are on their sexual journeys of transformation is they hit this, I don't give a fuck, milestone. And then I know that they've arrived. They aren't trying not to give a fuck. They aren't trying not to care what other people think of them. They just don't give a fuck. So let's come back to this Santa Gold song, right? That song in the video, then you can find it if you Google Santa Gold dancing Sasquatch and the song is called Unstoppable, which is perfect. This is everything. This guy dancing his ass off, not giving a shit is unstoppable because when you get in that groove and you know who you are and you let the divine flow through you, you are truly unstoppable. My Anami Mentorship Program begins June the 1st, and we are now taking applications. This is my no-holds-barred teacher training for professionals, after which you become a certified Anami sex genius. Now, more than ever, we need skilled teachers and leaders who can bring people into the new millennium with a new era and vision of holistic healing. And this program is for you if you want to live in a world where physicians prescribe orgasms instead of opiates, dildos instead of antidepressants, and where women have holistic options for fertility and birth control instead of being instructed to flood their bodies with harmful chemicals or get their organs sliced out with violent, unnecessary surgeries. If you want to be able to go there with your clients instead of tiptoeing around sex so that you can solve previously unsolvable issues and help men, women, and couples clear blocks, transform, flourish, and reach their full potential. All the sex education you ought to receive in school but did not. Come and get it. Find out more information and apply today at anami-institute.com. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week, and in the meantime, many happy orgasms.